Demarcus. Sir. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, you know, I got my lady over here today. Uh -huh. um, so so she's in the other room chilling? Yeah, yeah, she's in there. I think she's, she, she's been watching, like, a bunch of scary movies because uh, it's spooky season, so that's her thing, you know, watching scary yeah. shit. Yeah, um, stay far away from that. I mean, I just watched uh, Underwater with her. It's about these folks that's like they stuck underwater with these like alien aquatic things. Never Maybe. heard of that. It was all right. <laughs> it reminded me if y'all played if y'all ever played if y'all played Kotor, Nice of the Old Republic. Oh yeah, yeah. The one portion where you like go underwater, you go like the underwater facility and they're like, Oh, you know, we gotta get out. Like we stuck down here and it's these things that keep killing us. It's the exact same plot. I have not played KOTOR in years, but I think it was a Steam or Amazon or Epic Game Store or mm -hmm. all three. They they had the game for free, so I got mm -hmm. it. And then it was free on the Google Play Store on the cell phone, so I got it for free there. And you can play KOTOR on your cell phone? Yeah. Wow. So I haven't played it in years, but it's like everywhere around me right now so mm -hmm. i need right. to play it soon yeah, yeah it's on the switch now too yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really good game like for its time i've replayed it before mm -hmm. um for its time it was great i think it was like game of the year for like a while yeah yeah it was game of the year uh it's a really good game kotor 1 and kotor 2 and they're still talking about mm -hmm. developing kotor 3 mm -hmm. um but you know but bioware yeah. is up in the air so other than that, um, I finally got the the car to a repair facility. They just they took they uh, talked to the repairs today. I signed the paperwork for them to go ahead and start working on it. The insurance is going to give an estimate about like, fixing it. So the dude was like, it t usually takes like three weeks. I'm like, double. It's going to take like at least six weeks. Mm. Um, but that's still, you know, I ain't mad at that. That's still pretty good. Yeah. And they gave you a rental car? Nah, nah, nah. Rental ain't part of my. Rental is not part of the, the thing. Mm. So mm -hmm. how are you getting around? I'm on that bike, baby. That that bike right there. Yikes! All right, well, pump those legs. Pump them hard. <laughs> how you doing? Not so good. Not so good. Um, What's wrong? So, just recently, my car was stolen. I, I spoke too soon with you. Mm. My car was stolen. Um, I was seeing a friend, and I mm -hmm. went They back. live in the hood? No. Well, he doesn't live in the hood. It's just like a... It was in North Druid Hills. So, it's not hood, but it's... They've had a lot of break-ins lately, you know? in that buckhead mm -hmm, type mm -hmm. area so yeah because that's what i mean that's where that's where you get the good shit yeah from there. yeah so i was there i went inside and i went back outside and my car wasn't there i'm like whoa <laughs> and you know i wrote a police report i uh, called the insurance and everything. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Now today I just got my rental car. 
Um, mm. So I can go back to the gym now. And a rental is part of your insurance? Of course. Of course. Like, I, I can't be without a car. How am I supposed to go out to eat <laughs> if, I, if I do not mm -hmm. have a car? But I'm going to tell you one thing. The, um, the insurance people said that my that the rental car would not kick in until two days after my car got stolen because my car might get found. I was like, that's kind of that's kind of mm. weird. I need my rental car today. Like, as I'm on the phone with you, stop playing with me. Because uh, ca your car might get found. But then what? It's still going to have to be repaired because they it, stole it. Is that, or at least cleaned. Like, right. professionally cleaned. Mm -hmm. Like, don't play with me. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I... I haven't heard it. I haven't heard from the cop yet. Still waiting on the police report, um, the official police report. But yeah, I spoke too soon with you last week, and my car was robbed. Yeah, I mean, it happened like that, man. It's robbing season. Yeah, yeah. niggas gotta they gotta make that money before Black Friday, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, it's season. Yeah, so. We have be careful and you know, PSA, be careful about when when you do get like when it is Christmas time, be careful about putting them boxes out when you get like big shit like PlayStations and TVs and shit. Well just throw them boxes out on the street immediately. Cause then that's just basically putting a target on your back, like, hey, I got a bunch of new shit in this house. Mm. Yeah, that's that's something that my mom always told me. Yeah, so this week Laranta isn't here. We have instead <laughs> the most famous non-member of this podcast. He's always mentioned. We got Gordon on the show this week. Finally joining us on Black Geek Energy. Gordon, how are you? I'm doing quite well. Um, you know, I don't know. There's a lot going on in the news, which has kind of been taking up my my mental space lately. Oh, no. Like um, the, the Hamas stuff in Palestine? Yeah, you know, and just having a, um, you know, sibling or family member that's in the military and just Ooh, looking at what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so. Sorry, man. Yeah, but work's going go well. Yeah. Uh, no, no, he doesn't have to go over there. Um, I mean, they just announced the day that 2,000 people would be going over there for Israel, which. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. But on the bright side, like work's going really, really well. I just came back from a, a week long vacation. Mm. So I was in Florida. Uh, I in Orlando. Actually, I do have a funny story to tell you all if you want to hear it. Please, please. <laughs> please. All right. This is really crazy. So um, this whole trip to Florida started uh, like a month or so ago, maybe two months ago, where I posted on Instagram that I really want to ride the Velocicoaster at Universal Studios, mm -hmm. my favorite theme park. Like, I love it more than Disney, just personally. But um, uh, since then, like, you know, back in the day, we had Jurassic Park. It's rebranded to Jurassic World. And they built this roller coaster called the Velocicoaster. And I've been following it since it, like, released in 2020-ish time. But then the pandemic happened and no one can ride it and all this other shit. Um, so I had some friends from Seattle that were already planning on going for a 40th birthday and they invited me uh, based on what I posted on Instagram. And I was like, oh, okay, sure, I'll go. 
And these are people I haven't seen in Seattle in a minute. Um, so it's, it was really nice to kind of, since I've been in Chicago for about five months now, to see some people, but then also not even see them in Seattle, see them in Florida. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Funny story comes in where uh, the morning I wake up to go to the Universal Park, uh, I had this like, a, like I don't know, itch or something in my nose, almost felt like a scratch or a burn. It yeah. was like, a, like an allergic reaction type of thing. Mm -hmm. Which you know went to the theme park, didn't think anything of it all day. You let a nigga nut in your nose, didn't you? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I heard it was at Folsom. I was at Folsom. Yeah, it was fun. He was at Folsom. Let him at Folsom together. Let him voice mm -hmm. nut in your nose. <laughs> this is a whole like two weeks from Folsom. We three weeks from Folsom now. That's how long it takes Folsom. the bacteria to to get situated in there and. Uh, you know, <laughs> I won't. I won't sit here and roll anything out because what what scared me about it was I don't know what happened. So it was fine that day, but over the course of the next three days, my face started swelling, like swelling. And so what this little allergic reaction ended up turning into a full blown like infection of the left side of my face. That's and the front door. yeah, like I was taking all this allergy medication, thinking that it was like an allergic reaction. Like I was taking yeah. Benadryl, Zyrtec, you know, Claritin. Um, ice pack on the face. Finally, ended up yeah. in urgent care on Saturday in Fort Lauderdale. Damn! And the doctor was like touching my face. You have a whole abscess, like growing in your face. And so I'm currently on a cocktail of steroids and antibiotics. And yeah, hmm. well, your face looks pretty better. good. You look pretty normal. I couldn't tell it was even swollen. Yeah, it's uh, all gone down. Literally, if you would have saw me about. 24 hours ago like a little damn but it was really bad it was going up to my eye then you're gonna be blind it is gonna mm -hmm. get to your brain and you was gonna die let me, let me, do let me send y'all a picture i'll send y'all a picture right now <laughs> i'm just saying you need to take care of no not, take he's care right of no i didn't so like it didn't it progressed so slowly that i wasn't like and i'm on vacation right so i'm just like oh like I think it's allergies. Like, I'm just going to take some Claritin. You know, Benadryl takes like six hours to kick in. Let me take a nap, whatever. And then when I wake up from the nap, I'm like, I feel a little bit better because, you know, the swelling had gone down. I put an ice pack on it. I took a nap. But then, like, it would get worse again over time. And then yeah. I was like, okay, this is weird. Like, whatever I took is not doing it. It must be, you know, worse than the allergy. Yeah. And abscess is just like, pus right pus yeah it's just pus growing in your face so whatever allergic reaction i had ended up turning to a full-blown like infection of my face that's wild bro yeah yeah and you don't know what you. happened did a spider bite you i think i i woke up the morning of universal studios and that was when i had that like weird like itch on my nose i was like uh mm-hmm like maybe a spider bit me in my sleep. Like it felt like a spider bite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's gross. Eternally gross. But I am glad that you um are better now. <laughs> um, let's see, Gordon. If I can put you on to something, um, you know, we kind of do the same things. Like, let's put him on to Jujutsu Kaisen because he ain't never seen that shit. No, yes, I never said I never saw it. 
Then what you talking about, Gordon? I mean, what you talking about, then, Derek? I talk about that later. That's the show. That's the show. That's the show. But we do do um a lot of things the same like we play Baldur's Gate 3 we um that's the game I was trying to tell somebody about that game this weekend but I forgot the name of it what were you trying to say um that it was I was trying to tell them like it was just like D&D mm-hmm. like we watch the same things you know we both like VHS um so I am going to put you on to VHS 85 or 86, I believe. It just came out like a week or so ago. Wow. Um, it's the oh latest um, uh, iteration of the VHS series. They are still it's going on, on with that series. And um, this one does something a little bit differently, whereas they have one story that picks up uh, and you see it from this side of the story, and then um, uh, a couple of stories later, you see it from the complete other side of the story. You know, if mm-hmm. y'all haven't seen VHS, it's a horror anthology, a found footage anthology. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I love found footage movies, and y'all know I love horror movies, so it's the perfect, perfect thing for me. But mm-hmm. yeah, VHS is back with. Um, VHS 85 or 86, I believe. On what network is it on? Shudder. Shudder. Okay, that's why I haven't seen it yet. I don't have Shudder. Well, it's it's a free week if you want to get it. Oh. There are, there's that VHS and then VHS 95 if you haven't seen Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's also Creepshow, which is a great little horror comedy thing you can watch in the background. Creepshow? Um, yeah, creep show, and okay. then my favorite um, horror movie of all time is on Shutter. It's called um, The Medium. It's a found footage movie about. I think I don't, I don't know. Y'all what just country. love found footage, don't y'all? I, I said I, I love found <laughs> footage, but it's called The Medium. It's about you know this documentary crew follows this person who is possessed by the god she worships and she like heals her her town and it basically just goes it's it's a story about her and her family it is so powerful that like you you got to see this movie if you like found footage if you like horror at all but it's called the Mm -hmm. medium and vhs it's on shutter get a free week and yeah Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And and they usually have good original movies, well, original um, that they have on that platform. But yeah, download yeah. Shutter for your free week because I downloaded during the pandemic, and I and it's just five dollars a month. So and I paid that five dollars since mm-hmm. the pandemic. So yeah. All right. Well, if I could put you on the put y'all on to something. Um, oh. It's a board game. I That's just I got it maybe a week ago, and I finally played it yesterday. I think Monopoly. Nope. Um, but I played. I had played it one time before, and I was like, I gotta get it. I gotta play the game because it was hella dope. And it's called Evolution. And there's a bunch of different editions out. I would recommend getting any first edition. So the, the newest one you get that one, but get the Climate expansion. 
Um, so what it's all about is that all the players get to build their own species of animal. And you can give it whatever traits you want. So some of the traits might be like climbing or carnivore or foraging or long neck or pack hunting. So the object of the game is to make the most points. You get points by eating food. So every round of the game, uh, you know, the players determine how much food to put out. And so every turn, everybody might not get food. But if you have a carnivore, you can eat other people's animals, basically. Mm. Yeah. So it's a dope ass game. And it's like it can get real petty because, you know, one person got a carnivore and they keep eating other folks animals. You can't really. The only thing that can stop a carnivore is another carnivore. Um, but you can't attack anyone else's carnivore unless you can't attack anyone else's animal unless your carnivore is bigger than their animal. But then there's like a bunch of other traits you can add on to like make it harder for that to happen. It's a dope ass game. And it's like a lot of like thinking of like, oh, what's, what do I want? Like, how can I get the most food out this out this round, but also protect my animals from these other carnivores folks are making? It's 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 fun. And the more people, of course, like the more people you play with, the more fun it is. But uh, it's called Evolution. So, is the goal just to be a carnivore? No, because <laughs> carnivores can't eat plant food. So most of the food, the food that you like generate each round is plant food, and carnivores can't eat that. Um, so, but does it give the least amount of points to eat plants or something? No, all the food is the same. So whether you get food oh. from an animal or whether you get food from the whether you eat plant food, all of all of it's worth like one point. So, so you can't be a herbivore. You can. You can. Um, you can even be like an omnivore. Like there's uh, traits you can add on to make your thing like an omnivore. And the reason I recommend the, the climate expansion, because it adds another level of difficulty to the game. So uh, it controls the weather and, it, and it'll say it's getting like really hot. Like once it gets so hot, it's like really big animals are not going to survive this heat. So if your animal is like above this this rate of bigness, it starts dying. You start losing population um if but you know it can swing the other way too like if it gets too cold like really small animals are not gonna survive this unless they have like heard something that like makes them stick together and keep warm um so like your small animals start losing population <clears throat> tell it though and there are other expansions like flying there's aquatic stuff but it's great so so you can't fly in version one like in the, in the original version no flying is not a trait but it's, it's a good game, though, y'all. Check it out. If you okay. like board games, you'll fuck with it. it. It sounds like you have to play with people, and that's something I don't do. <laughs> you got to play with at least one person. Mm. It sounds like it's better with, like, a, a crew, though. The first time I played it, it was with, like, five or six people, and it was hella fun. I played it with two people recently, and it's still fun. But, like, playing it with two people is like, oh, this is fun to do while we watch this show. Okay. Well, if that is it, Gordon, do you have something you want to put us on? You don't have to, though. Uh, yeah. Have y'all played Remnant from the Ashes? No. Remnant from the Ashes? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, well, it's. I'm actually going to put you on a Remnant 2, but mm. we need to know what Remnant from the Ashes is. Um, It's kind of like, ooh, uh, if you were to put like, Diablo and like a third person shooter and Kingdom Hearts together. Um, mm. You basically Diablo. third person shooter. 
Yeah. So think like, you know, Destiny or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then Kingdom Hearts. So you can either play alone or you can play in a group of four. And you are based in this like dystopian universe where like there's this disease called the root that has like started to infect your world, like, you know, Earth. Mm -hmm. And it kind of creates these like zombie like or almost more like um, Resident Evil like creatures. You know, they're like zombies and mutants. Um, and you kill them, you shoot them off and stuff. But then like there's these like ominous red crystals that are like, you know, appearing everywhere because of the root. And when you touch them, and especially when all four players touch them together, you can like travel to other dimensions and worlds that are also being infected by this disease called the root and so you're almost like trying to solve this root problem but through many different worlds and all of them are drastically different different enemies different like you know mechanics there's boss fights mm -hmm. and i'm, I'm and, talking and about they're all turning into zombies in all these different worlds right and so that you see like the population like the natural population in those worlds but there will always be a presence of the roots they're almost kind of like yeah. a halo like Covenant. Is it the common, uh, not the covenant, but what were the little parasitic things? The that were like the covenant was also getting attacked by them, and they were little. Mm. Uh, more, I ain't played play that hello. Me neither. Oh, okay. Either way, it's like this common enemy. Like everyone hates the root, but there's still enemies on each planet. Um, but Remnant Two is when I'm playing with some some buddies. Alex, you know Alex. Yep. Uh, yeah, him and a uh, buddy Jack and. Yeah, we're playing. Hmm. Okay. And and when was this game released? It was just this, released? Uh so Remnant 2 was just released about two months ago. Um Remnant from the Ashes. When did I play that? Like years ago, like two years ago, maybe during the pandemic. Mm. Well, the next game I'm gonna play this Friday is Spider-Man 2. Mm. It finally comes out uh for the PlayStation and yeah, I will be playing that on Friday. Mm -hmm. I've already told the dinner club that Friday we can't go out. <laughs> yeah, I go out for dinner every Friday. We go out every two weeks because mm -hmm. we're expensive and yeah, we don't have money like y'all and we have to. Yeah, but y'all going out to like three Michelin star restaurants every two weeks. Four that Michelin like star, four and five. So. Yeah. The max is three, I thought. Well, you can only, the max is three Michelin stars. Like well, once you get three Michelin stars, that's it. You got the top. I mean, you've only been to Taco Bell. That's the highest Michelin star you've been to. I've so been you to, wouldn't know. I've definitely been to hella, I've been to hella Michelin star restaurants. I grew up in Atlanta. What are you fucking talking about? Uh, Atlanta doesn't have all those Michelin stars. We just have a couple. And I've been to all the ones in Atlanta. Oh, okay. So, and over the years, there's been, you know, like a place like a lose a star, a place to gain a star. Because I think Benihana had one at one point. Benihana has never had a mission <laughs> star ever in their whole entire existence. And that's how I know that you're lying. Anyway, <laughs> um, I forgot what I was saying, but uh, oh, Spider Man 2. I've already told them that I can't go out this week on Friday. I gotta wait till Saturday afternoon. But um but yeah, that's the game I'm playing. I still haven't beaten Baldur's Gate three. I just have two more missions left. Um, but 
like that, that's what happens with me with games like I get down to the very last thing and then I don't want to beat it because I don't want it to end and then I Same. forget it Same. so I did that with Skyrim yeah yeah <laughs> never beat it but but you did like every side quest in the universe not every but a lot of them <laughs> yeah yeah but I think that this week I need to go back finish um, Baldur's Gate three, finish Hogwarts mm-hmm. Legacy. <laughs> oh, I haven't. You, you never finished either. Hogwarts Legacy? No, I haven't finished it either. No, because Hogwarts Legacy it just is too much breeding animals and the same three spells. Oh shit! And... I'm sorry. I just saw Gordon's picture with his face like that. You let somebody hit you in the side of the face with a bat, bro. Oh yeah, it was quite terrifying. Right. You look like this dude named Milton on Love Is Blind. Wow. <laughs> so you've seen this season of Love Is Blind. Mm-hmm. I love Love Is Blind, man. That's my that's if my my that's my like one reality TV show. You know who you hmm. remind me of? Reality. Me? Yes, you. Who do I remind you of? Uche. All right. Um, I think on that we're gonna go to break. No, no. The way Uche <laughs> talks to the way Uche talks to. That girl reminded me of you and I'm your... nothing like Uche. Uche's a fucking dick. <laughs> and he's condescending as fuck. Gordon, you just gonna let him talk about me this way? I mean I've never seen the show. I don't even know. Am I condescending? Am I a I... dick? No, no. Gordon, but is that I'm... all Uche is? I don't know who Uche is. Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just Uche a condescending dude. He, he's like he's real holier than thou. He's real judgmental. Oh uh, yeah, interesting. I I wouldn't say that about Demarcus. Exactly. Mm. Now now let's go to break and get into this episode. Jared um, out here bullshitting. No, I'm telling the truth. Um, yeah, on Black Geek Energy, we'll be right back. B G E N. You are like Uche. You deserve to be happy. Professional licensed and vetted therapists who you can trust. Tap into the network of licensed, accredited, and experienced therapists who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief, and much more. With our therapists, you can get the same professionalism and quality you would expect from an in-office therapist, but with the ability to communicate when and how you want. All right, head on over to betterhelp.com slash bgepod. Sign up right now. Let them know what you, we sent you. We are back with Gordon. Gordon is like Lord Voldemort because wow. we, we always wanted him to be on. But after a while, it was just like, you know, if you don't want to be on, then you don't have to be on. But we finally had the opportunity. Our planets have a line. Gordon's not, you know, traveling the world, jet setting, and he actually has a small minuscule amount of time to come and hang out with us his friends from hampton university um the people who have loved and adored him for over 10 years now all right so this week gordon we watch a lot of things but we we on this show watch um jujitsu kaisen Mm-hmm. You don't like Jujutsu Kaisen. What's going on with you? I, I I can't say I don't like it. I just wasn't captivated by it. Like I watched, mm. I watched a good like 
three or four episodes and I was like okay like I kind of get it um but I just wasn't attached I think what it was is what I wasn't attached to any of the characters at that point mm. and it felt like you know I didn't really care if anyone died or got better yeah. or something. and I was just like ah. damn sometimes with some animes like I just the characters just don't capture me but I, that also was a very broad brush because I didn't see all of the characters introduced who guys in and I don't know Mm -hmm. uh, when you might be able to get more attached to one of them. Mm. That's fair. <clears throat> Damn, but still, like none of the characters captivated you? Like you ain't like nobody? I can't recall. Let me... So, my thing is, this show is a loose uh, analogram of Naruto. It's like the Gen mm -hmm. Z version of Naruto. A loose what? A analogram. I don't think I I'm saying like that. I feel like that's right. not a word, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double check. Yeah, it. it's like <laughs> when uh, uh, Hyperion is an analogram of Superman. You know? I think you mean anagram. Anagram? I think. But there's another A in it. Because I don't know. Google don't even know what an analogram is. So what's it called? <laughs> what's it called? Hmm. I don't know, man. It starts with an A N. I have I did find an analogram on Chig, but I will let it ride. Analogram? Yeah, I just learned from today. Yeah, I, I think that's how you say it, but right. um this show is like a loose parody in a good way of Naruto. Mm -hmm. It's like the Gen Z version of Naruto. It's I thought all... Boruto was the Gen Z version of Naruto. Mm, no, because Boruto is Naruto with a new skin on it. Mm, I don't think so. I ain't like Boruto. You haven't seen Boruto. I have seen it. I like like how Gordon gave Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen a chance. I gave Boruto like two or three chances and it could not hold me. And I watched Boruto the whole way through and it's not... I mean, like, you were lame, so you like lame shit. I like good stuff. I mean, you haven't you not haven't even seen the show. Like, not it took me... I've seen it. I've it seen the took show. me four tries to get through Attack on Titan. Is Attack on Titan lame? No. Okay. Okay. But you are. Okay. That's no. why it took four tries. No, 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 no. You yeah, are lame. You are but anyways, this show is about Jujutsu Kaisen and how it is a loose analogram of Naruto. <laughs> like, um, what's his name? Gojo? Mm-hmm. Supremely powerful. Kakashi Hatake? What does he do? What does he do? Like I've what, seen, what does what does he not do? Yeah, what does he not do? <laughs> he like heals as well as attacks. As does well he heal? As... I don't think I've seen him heal. Uh, he can heal his body. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he I I, he can't him. heal like other people, but he heals his body. You you knew that, right? Mm. -mm. I ain't seen that happen. Oh, so you're mm. not up to date? Mm. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not current. Mm. I'm not current. Okay. I was okay. I was doing like a recruiting event. Saturday, so I didn't get to watch any of my anime. Okay. Um, well, I am, you know, I'm current on the anime and the manga, so I got to make sure I don't spoil too much. But, um, uh, yeah, Gojo 
he is this uh, teacher at Jiu-Jitsu High, which is like their their school. their <laughs> school, and he has extremely pretty eyes, and he hides them all the time, like Kakashi did. He get um, all the bitches. Yeah, yeah, all like, the girls he like on him. The scene. Yeah, all the girls like him. He, you know, he's thirty four in the show. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. He's thirty four. I can um, see that. He, kind of was about to say, yeah, he he can do a lot of things with his powers. I don't even know what he can do because they get so complex that in the manga. The creator of the manga was talking about how he had to talk to a calculus professor to make sure that the powers were right. So that's when I was like, excuse me? (laughs) You got to put math into this? That is one thing I've noticed about the Jujutsu Kaisen is that all the powers, most of the the, like really good powers are complicated as shit. Yeah. Cause like Gojo's power is like he can stop stuff. Like the basic is like he can stop shit from hitting him. Like nothing, nothing can touch him if he doesn't want it to. Yeah. But then like they talk about how he like compresses that power into like a sphere and then can shoot it or like make a negative space and like suck everything into it. It's it's a whole lot of like ways that he like does stuff with that. I think about um, the Paramecium, Lamillion from uh, My Hero Academia. Cause his power was like, oh, this is like, like this is something, this is cool. But I think like just the way he manipulates his power makes it like hella fucking cool. The million is the one that could like go through stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when he does, like, if he does it through his lungs, like he can't breathe. Air passes through his lungs. If he does it to his eyes, he can't see. Mm-hmm. So like when he like puts his, puts his like whole body into the ground, like it's, he feels he just he just feels like he's falling in darkness. Oh wow. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But that's Gojo. He is extremely complex, and he's literally the most powerful curse user. That's uh, what the people are called. The sorcerers mm-hmm. are called in this yeah. world. He's the most powerful curse user in the world because there's no way you can touch him because mm-hmm. his power is like an innate ability, and, and um, blocks yeah. um, projectiles and um, you from touching him. And like, like his power, I forget what they call him. They call him like the, the something of the eyes or something like that. Something of six eyes. Yeah. And like, and he, and he's like a person like him is only born every once, every six generations, a hundred years or something like that. And he's so powerful that like he prevents crime from being done. Like just because he's a, he's around, like people are like, okay, cool. I'm not going to be a criminal because I know Gojo's out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were just talking about that on the show. Um, and they said that at birth, when he was born, um, there was immediately a $300 million yen contract. And I just said dollar and yen. But $300 million yen <laughs> contract uh, for his death. So mm-hmm. it was immediate. Um, uh, the Wait, people of- know at the at birth what the curse is? Well, they knew... They knew who he was. Yeah, they knew about him because you know uh, the family that he came from, the family yeah. genetics. I don't think they knew like exactly what his power would be, but they knew like, oh, this is the one that's gonna be like hella powerful. This is the one the prophecy foretold or whatever. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
Why you say hmm? What that hmm mean? No, it just <laughs> I mean like uh, I guess I understand like the concept of of curses. I was just trying to figure out like if they're genetic or like bloodline based or like you know did his parents also have like a similar type of curse? Yeah, I think it's like that. From what I've seen, like yeah. people have similar curse powers to like their family members. Mm -hmm. You know, like again, like My Hero Academia, people have similar powers to their parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, but yeah, he is the main teacher in this show. He, um, uh, he is training our main protagonist, Yuji Itadori. Um, mm -hmm. He's a 15-year-old. He displays extraordinary athleticism. Mm -hmm. um, so one day he eats uh, Sukuna's finger. And because yeah. he ate that finger, uh, this demon, Sukuna, um, who is like the king of curses in that world, possesses his body. And uh, he can then come to the forefront and uh um you know display yeah. amazing even more amazing uh powers and athleticism and he can pretty much whip anybody any curse that he's up against yeah so let's say a little bit more about itadori he like he's not like a smart kid he's not like super special he's just like a, he's like a little strong and he's like athletic he's like a dude that plays sports like in high school or whatever. And he doesn't have any like curse powers. Like most of the folks at Jujutsu High are like chosen. Like they come from like these high class families that's been like Jujutsu sorcerers for generations. And like, as soon as you're born, you're trained for this kind of thing. And he just kind of like stumbles into it. Yeah, and Sukuna is like the, I guess the, 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 the uh, demon equivalent of Gojo. Like if Gojo is the most powerful human, Sukuna is the most powerful demon. Yeah. And I don't think they've ever had the opportunity to clash. Yeah. 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 They have in the manga. <clears throat> they have in the manga. Like like further along in the story or like in the past and oh, the Much further along in the story. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I said. Yeah, man. You know, some of us are just anime watchers, Derek. But I hate manga readers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. Um, but yeah, Sukuna and Itadori, they're our main characters. Um, as I, well, as Namarcus said, he isn't like from one of these high class cursed families like everybody else in this show. Um, so he has to be trained by Gojo. Uh, Goji? Gojo? Go Goji? Um, and the training sequence, I think, humanized um, this character for me a lot. Like, it's always the training sequences that get me and made me want to um, know more about this character. Uh, so, Gordon, did you get up to that training sequence with this show? Yeah. No. <laughs> Gordon said, I haven't watched any. I watched the first episode and that's it. <laughs> nope, I watched the first three episodes. Actually, my Crunchyroll has them all watched, but I think that is false. Who, who do, you, do you share your Crunchyroll? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm like looking at it's like watched mm. two minutes left. You can't see that blur, but well, 
uh, what was I saying? Yeah, the training sequence was tough for him. I think like it was on par with the Attack on Titan training sequence. Mm. Um, he he had to go through a lot to get to where he was to even and because he wasn't from one of these main cursed families um he had to train up that side of his body so it took him a really 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 long time just to display a minuscule amount of cursed energy um Mm. but i think that that training sequence really uh made it made it for me because it wasn't just punching and undoing stuff like most of his training was like sitting in front of a tv and doing stuff that way i'm not going to spoil it for you but Mm. but it was it it was really really good his training sequences um and then of course for some of it he was out in the field and he displayed um some more his power uh so he's joined by two people um megumi who can uh who can like summon little spirits for offense and for defense mm-hmm. and um nobara and they both come from really really good uh families what nobara, can nobara do so nobara um she doesn't have cursed energy innately so she has a cursed item which is mm. the hammer and nails oh gotcha okay yeah she's she the uh the voodoo girl yeah the voodoo girl so she um uses her hammer and nails you know infused with cursed energy um but she still takes pride in her identity and her family and you know all that stuff so um, Nobara and um, Megami are are his main two compatriots. Just oh, and they are, and their main teacher is Goji. Sound familiar? It's like Naruto, Gojo? Sasuke, and uh, Sakura, and Kakashi. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that this show is really like that show or at least it sets up to be i will say that the things that they do because um jujitsu kaisen is set in present day like mm-hmm. the episode i saw it flashed the date on the screen and it was october 19 2023 so there are subways there are cell phones there are you know all this modern day technology and stuff and you know there's social media i think one person um who's a side character uses her cell phone um for her curse power and yeah yeah it's a really really present day anime and i really like that too because i don't get to see a lot of people who interact with curses and magic as well as modern day stuff like that you know Mm -hmm. So everyone in the world, like, or how how many people in the world have a cursed energy? Like, it's not it... a lot, and it's not the world. Mm. Oh, okay. I may be saying a lot right now, um, but <laughs> uh, it's a big plot point in the future that 
the whole world doesn't get cursed energy or doesn't experience these demons like they do in Japan. So, so yeah, it's not the whole world. Um, but even in Japan, as we said, it's a few, very few select. So does anyone visit Japan and then like, you know, see that they have all these cursed powers and they're like, oh, we want to weaponize that. That's another thing. So you can't see it. You can't see it. So even if somebody's doing something right beside you and it kills you, you don't know what, what killed you. And usually, oh yeah and usually what um, these sorcerers do is they wall off a school or the mall or whatever so that people cannot come in. Like, like they'll just have this little psychic thing where people can't come in and know what's going in inside of there. So... Mm. but that 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 intrigues me because like Like if you see in a show, like when people come up against these barriers, it's just like they can't walk further. It'll be like trying to like walk. It'll be like walking into a wall, and but they you can't see the wall. So how does how do they? I guess how do they explain that? Because I feel like if I was a person in this world, and I usually take this route to work, school, whatever, and all of a sudden there's like this wall here, but I can't see nothing. I'll be I stay there and I'll be investigating. I'll be like filming this shit. It'll be on it'll be on fucking Instagram. I'll be like, look, y'all, it's this damn. thing here but we don't we don't see much of that in the show like none of that is tackled I don't remember how how they explained it or oh if they even did explain but it. you read the manga And I read the I manga and that was at the beginning. I, so I didn't read the beginning of the manga. I started where the show left off on the first season. So I didn't read so the you beginning. ain't real How is that not real? Cause you ain't read the beginning of the manga. You just want to be able to hold something over somebody's head, like you always do. And I am because you didn't read anything. Oh no, I ain't read. And I told you that. Exactly. You're not even up to date right now. You damn right, <laughs> and I'm not ashamed. I got um, a life. so you haven't seen anything <laughs> from this season? yeah, I have. I just haven't seen like the latest episode. Maybe the latest two, but I haven't seen the latest episode. I will say that the main antagonist is also Su Sukuna. Sukuna. who is the king of curses that lives inside of um, Itadori's body. Um, I feel like I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't want to keep interrupting. thanks. Consider it. I think he's the main antagonist because not only are the um, other sorcerers trying to locate his body parts so that nobody else will eat him, the other demons are also trying to locate his body part and that seems to be a major 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 thing that is connecting that they're all searching for these eight fingers um trying to get them so that somebody can ingest them and so that Is there some only eight of them? i think so the thing i'm looking at says eight Okay. How many has he eaten this far in the anime? I feel like he's eaten at least like four of them, like half them shits. Like four or five. I know how many he's eaten in that manga, so I'm not gonna say the number Oh. I know. Because like what, cause what happens after he eats all of them? So after he eats all of them, uh, it's rumored, or well, I think that they know that uh, Sukuna will come back into real life. Like, uh, it's no more possession, no more sporadic bursts. Like, Sukuna just comes back 
into reality. Oh, so he'll just take over Itadori completely and like just be running the streets again. Yeah, and it will be a time, a age of curses oh. they call it, where curses yeah. will um, run the run the world. So Sakuna's so, a nine-tailed fox. Um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, like there's so many similarities to Naruto that it's not even funny. I think that the story beats are so different, vastly different, that, I mean, the similarities don't really matter. Yeah. But, but the fact that, you know... Yeah, I agree with that. You can make a one-to-one with... with uh, this show uh, is very starly. Even the fact that like their powers every so often get like some type of upgrade. Um, even mm-hmm. with Gojo, Goji, uh, his powers get an upgrade. Gojo, uh, oh Gojo, yeah, his powers get an upgrade. Uh, Itadori's powers get an upgrade like every so often, like Naruto. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do really like Jujutsu Kaisen. I like Gordon because he lame too. But um, it's just not that I'm watching right now. <laughs> we should what? We should so watch. Yes, it. it's just not the anime that I'm watching right now. But I probably oh should. okay. It's just, it's just not the anime you're watching right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I won't say I won't watch um, it. Yeah, I like Jujutsu Kaisen, and I think I just want to see. I want more. I want these powers to be more simple so that I can like grasp mm. them in my mind. Yeah. Because I don't like when they start fighting, I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Like some of the curses, like they got real simple powers. And it's like, oh, I get bigger. And it's like, simple. I get it. Fire you get breathing. <laughs> you get big, you get I small. understand that. <laughs> you get, like, oh, you're a volcano. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. Yo, but like, yeah, and then I guess even Megumi's power makes sense. He's like, I make a shadow puppet, that puppet comes alive. Yeah. You know? I think that was pretty dope. Um, Sukuna's power doesn't make sense either. Because I think, because we've, I think at this point in the anime, we've seen Sukuna like do his like domain expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, and all we saw of that was that he expanded his domain. This other curse like wandered into his dom- domain. And he was like, yo, he was like, I know this is probably an accident. But don't you ever step your dirty ass in my domain again. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go this time, but the next time I'm wearing that ass out. And so, you know, let him go one time. But then like I think later on in the episode or the next episode, that same demon or that same curse was in his domain again. He was like, I know this is probably a mistake again, but I told you last time, and then that demon died. I'm just like, I don't I don't get what happened. Like, what's his domain do? Yeah. So, and then they got like false domains and shit. It's it's a lot. Yeah, there there are simple domains, What's a domain, false domain. So a domain is like the most supreme technique that a jujitsu user can use. Um, and they are, you know, I think. Of... Oh, you uh, if you need a good visual in your brain, uh, think about One Piece, and you you know uh. Law from One Piece. God damn it, Gordon. <laughs> Nobody watches One Piece, but you. Everybody watches One Piece, except y'all. No, okay. nobody watches One Piece. Exactly. Even this live action is going off. Like, people that don't I've even heard watch... good things about the live action, but yeah. I'm not good. People that it. don't watch anime for real have seen the live action and be like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, like Whoopi Goldberg said that. 
But but you haven't seen the live action. I have seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you seen mom it with your mom. Okay, but a domain is the most supreme technique of any jujitsu user, of any sorcerer or curse. So what happens is, uh, it is achieved by expanding one's innate domain with cursed energy, while also using a barrier to construct it inside a separate space. Already sounds confusing, right? Do you remember Yu Yu Hakusho? Did you watch that? Do you remember those three kids who could like, like when you was in a space, like it was like, oh, you can't say these letters or I'll take your soul. And there was another one who's like, if I step on your shadow, yeah, you know, you can't move. It's the exact same kind of power. It's like, I make this space and you got to follow my rules in this space. Mm. So yeah. if everyone can make a domain, can't you just be basically gods? No, everybody can't make well, a domain. Well, in your, inside your domain, you can be, but, like, someone could break your domain, too. Mm. Or someone could, like, expand their domain, and it overtakes yours. So it's, you know, they the, the, the powers in this joint is, like we said, it's complicated. So, and it's also possible to, like, break out of someone's domain if they put you in there if you're strong enough. Like, Gojo do that shit all the time. Like, folks be putting, them in, putting him in their domain, and he'd just be like, what are you doing? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Sukuna can mm -hmm. break out of other people's domains. And lethal domains have, uh, uh, can't miss attacks that even Gojo, um, can't block. Um, but all mm. domain, all, all lethal domain attacks inside a lethal domain aren't necessarily lethal. So, yeah, it kind of gets confusing. All these powers, and then you start talking about domains and all this stuff, but um, that that gets confusing after a while. The thing is, though, domains are usually the topmost ability that a sorcerer can have. And if they can have incomplete domains, and they have, you know, unstructured domains, and, like, non-lethal domains, it's, it's crazy. Um, but... Every sorcerer that you see does not have a domain. Like, you have to be a grade mm -hmm. one sorcerer to to have a domain. Like, that's the height of your powers. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it starts to get and So, really what are we... So, like, sorcerer grades, those are just, like, a guinea ninja versus, like, uh, uh, what was the next level? Chunin versus, like, whatever the next level was Junine. but like this is you know joning um but yeah it's like how strong you are and apparently it's like a test for each level or maybe not a test like you gotta there's like some sort of evaluation to move up in levels for for a domain for your uh sorcerer grade and that's where they that's where they at now in the anime they, they being tested to see if they can become first grade sorcerers or semi first grades And you're watching season two? Mm hmm Yeah. There have you're... been no tests to up your level on season two. They they going through it right now. Like they just talked oh, about in the past? Mm-mm. I don't think so. I don't think it's in the past. The first five episodes is in the past. Yeah, but it's past that. It's after that. In the subway. Mm, I forget who talking about it. But like it's a like it's they do a flashback and it's um 
and there and it's like uh i think gojo or one of the other teachers and they talking about like oh like these sorcerers are dope as fuck you know what i'm saying like normally we wouldn't recommend no first years but these niggas been putting up so we recommended them to become you know semi first year mm -hmm. what you call it mm-hmm okay so that happened mm -hmm. but there has been no test for the first year yeah. the first part of it is like they got to be like watched like they got to send somebody with you to like see you on a job and they can't be like the person that's normally with you and that's what they're doing right now no that's not what they're doing right now yes it is. i, I watched the goddamn anime i watched it too Mm -hmm. And I read the manga. Like, that's not what they're doing right now. Yes, it is. No, you're they're not. not. You're not going to be able to convince me otherwise, so we can drop it. Like, <laughs> I, I can't convince you reality? <laughs> like, like, like you're trying to gaslight me right now. That's not, not what's happening to in the you. anime. That's what they just said. They said, oh, we're going to, you know, and that's why he's working with that lady. Uh, that's why Itadori is running around with that lady and, and, her, and her little boy instead of... Uh, Working with the folks he usually work with. Okay, Gordon's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but that is not what's happening in the anime. Um, I need you to stop doing other stuff um, while the anime is on so that we can have actual constructive conversations. Um, but yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> is a really good show. Uh, even if you have some similarities to other shows. And you should really um, go back to it, Gordon. I will check it out. I mean, I did just finish Castlevania Nocturne. Mm, that's a good one, too. Yeah, that's a good. And I just finished Jobless Reincarnation. Okay, okay. We like a jobless. Well, we Boy. liked Jobless. You don't like it no more? No. <laughs> he, read the manga. he read the manga and it ruined it for him. Yeah. Mm. I like Jobless Reincarnation when he was suffering, when he was in despair, <laughs> when he was fighting to get stronger. Now, now he's he just married, coasting he's through like, his life. Why would, you, why would he marry a woman? Oh, that stuff. I mean, I mean, watch the latest episodes because I'm like, why watch it when I'm just? I don't think there are episodes. But after he got married, I think he was like, "Oh, Mary's woman." That's the, that was the end of the season. No, I, well, I haven't watched the the previous four episodes. Oh, so, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I didn't know that the season was over. <laughs> Y'all told me something. So, so, like as we've been talking, I've been thinking like, there's got to be like some other anime that like overlap like this. Like, Jujutsu Kaisen is just like Naruto, but I think fucking Black Clover is just like both of those shows too. It's like two rivals mm -hmm. being trained by like one of the greatest uh, teachers, quote unquote. Um, you know, the main character is possessed by a demon. Well, isn't Black Clover more like my hero? How so? Because mm. isn't the whole point of Black Clover like everyone can do magic except for the main character mm. he can't do magic he doesn't have a quirk and but he can like negate magic and it's you know he finds his own way of using that power you're not wrong you're not wrong but then i would it, you know in the same breath i would say then that uh <clears throat> that my hero is also like 
Naruto because like mm. it's, a, it's a it's a you know every everybody that's like, like everybody that matters in the show is, is a hero or a ninja. Um, you know you got your two rivals and one of them is like you know I kind of fuck with this nigga. The other one is like I hate this nigga so much. Um, I think the thing that stood out about my hero for me was that it was based in a world of these powers but the main character's initial thing was he didn't he, he wasn't included in that like he didn't have a quirk and yeah. like i think that's what made it stood out from naruto to me because naruto was always like a ninja naruto was always included in that society and had access to that to some degree i mean he was ostracized yeah. but you know socially but yeah there's nothing stopping him from being a ninja that's fair. He could still be an excellent ninja. And everybody knew he had a fucking, he was a Jinchuriki anyway, so people were <laughs> scared of him because they knew he was Right. Bad. Yo, I feel like Naruto just really got the short end of the stick because of that shit. Because, like, everybody knew except him. Like, mm-hmm. like, bro, you like you promised my dad you was going to take care of me. This is not, this is not it. <laughs> <laughs> we all know the real villain. Is, uh, what's his name? Fucking, uh, the, Hokage, the, Hokage. the third Hokage. Yes. <laughs> He's the real, real antagonist of Naruto. Because he literally failed to do what he was asked to do, which was take care of Naruto. He let oh, this yeah. man live like all in, up into his teens, being ostracized, treated like shit. Right. Eating ramen noodles every day. Like, drinking spoiled milk. Like, is that what you mean by take care of my child? Like, like he, uh, what it, hey, hey, third was like, yo, he's alive. What more do you want from me? <laughs> Ninja die every day, bro, and your son is alive. Fuck with me. I mean, he did have a whole war to think about, but yeah, there's this episode of Baruto where he goes back in time and he um, gets to see the life that his dad lived. Everybody was so mean to him, and Naruto's just. Yum, like instant noodles. <laughs> and everybody was like, Ugh, that child is passing by me. And everybody in the whole town hated him. Like, it's not just wait, the wait, kids. Wait. Who goes back in time? Baruto. Boruto goes back in time to see how Naruto lived. Him and Sasuke go back in time. And I, it's not to see how he lives, it's to do something else, like get a sword or something. Mm. But, uh, but yeah. While he's there, he sees how he lives, and everybody was mean to him. The whole town, the whole world <laughs> was mean to him. Like, they hated him. Everybody. Yeah, did that change how Boruto saw his dad? Because I know from the episodes I saw, Boruto was not really fucking with his daddy. It did. Yeah. It did. It yeah. really did. Boruto used to be like, fuck this nigga, man. He, he just, he perfect, and I suck at everything. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. I think that that's all with um, Jujutsu Kaisen. Gordon, you gonna watch it? Gonna give it another shot? Sure, why not? I heard oh it was only God. one season, but you said it was season two. They're knee deep in season two right now. I think mm, they just had okay. episode twelve. Okay. Yeah, I need a need a new need a new anime. Okay. Um. Great. In that's the case uh we're gonna come go for a quick break and come right back with everybody's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. favorite part your favorite part my favorite part the questions the questions
And we are back, everybody, for everybody's favorite part of the show, uh, the questions. Um, so our first question is coming from Sydney in Atlanta. Um, let me read this. Uh, all hey, right. Sydney. Excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, thanks for the question, Sydney. You know, we love you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, when we out there again, we'll invite you to the show. Uh, but can you discuss how Jujutsu Kaisen fits within like the larger landscape of anime? Uh, what makes it stand out? So this is a MAPPA production and all the MAPPA's productions are A1. The fight scenes in this anime are amazing. Those fights are dope. The, the fight, fight scenes. That is how it stands out. I feel That's like amazing. at episode three, you didn't really get to see any good fight scenes. You did, Gordon. I mean, I guess because you guys were talking about how the powers are really complicated and you don't really understand what's going on, but then the fight scenes are are crazy. So how do you reconcile that? How do you um, know what's going on in the fight if you don't understand people's powers? Because everybody's not Gojo, and you don't really see Gojo fight until like episode ten or twelve. Like you see. Um, Itadori, you see Sukuna, and you see the two other people that he's always around, along with the curses that they are fighting, and that stuff is amazing. And Itadori just be punching folks. He ain't really got no powers. Like he just, he just rock your ass. And um, to answer your other question, like how to reconcile the powers being complicated and still enjoying the fight scenes, like I don't have to know how to bake a cake for it to know it's good. True. <laughs> And and really, the powers didn't get complicated until season two. <laughs> like season one, you saw that they could be complicated, but they weren't really. But season two, yeah. they started to get more complicated. And as you go on in the anime, they're going to get even more complicated. But, yeah. uh, but I feel yeah. like it's just like the most powerful people that have complicated powers. Like everybody else got simple shit. Like the voodoo girl, like she, she voodoo your ass. She get a piece of your hair, stick it in a doll. Hammer some nails into that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, this anime is a contender for Mount Rushmore. Like, if you gave Mount Rushmore really like, seven more, like not seven more. Oh, heads, seven more heads. Then it's not like, a contender. Like if there you gotta, were, you gotta change the standard. <laughs> if there were like two more heads on Mount Rushmore, I could see the argument for Jujutsu Kaisen. Or if there was a Gen Z person. And he put and he put Jujutsu Kaisen on Mount Rushmore. I could see why. I think this anime could be in the next big three. Like if like the old big three was like Dragon Ball, uh, two other eighties anime, and Ooh, then <laughs> and then the next big three was like Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, another like nineties two thousand anime, and then you know you had Naruto, Bleach another 2010s anime i guess uh i could see this anime being on like the one for this era 2020 um, yeah the 2020s anime um but i think it's a, it's it's a, it's a good anime isn't it's a contender because well first off it's it's following it's following the old trope it's following the, the two rivals the you know great teacher you know saving the world like we love a we love a rivalry um it's it, a lot of this. A lot of Jujutsu Kaisen is rinse and repeat, but I think it's 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 taking such a fresh take, and it's a fresh take on like a powered people, um, especially like being able to like deal with curses and like ghosts and shit like that. 
Um, cause like we're seeing people who have who are who are good, quote quote, good, that have powers, but their powers look evil. Yeah. And and they're in the modern world, which I And they're in the modern world, that. which is dope. Yeah. yeah. But you don't really see a lot of the modern world like in the anime. I think it's only been a few episodes where it's like we really get to see that they are living in a modern world. Like we see, like we see the scenery around them all the time, but they don't really interact with it. They always like out somewhere in the woods fighting a curse or something, or in an abandoned building or some shit. And in the latest episodes of the anime, they're literally in a subway system on Halloween. So you're right. You're right. You're right. I said most of the show. Gordon, why why is this anime not doing it for you? Let's just flip the question. Mm, I think it's because just lately I've been looking. Or more different anime, which is why I liked Jobless. I thought that Jobless kind of did something that I've never seen before. Um, mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I don't. I think I think I am getting tired of the trope. Yeah, it's hard for me to invest. Like people have talked about Clover mm-hmm. right as the same time when I was watching My Hero, and I I watched a few episodes of Black Clover, and I was like, mm. like, I get it. Like, Asta's, like, a cool character, and, you know, I think there's really cool things you can do with it, but I think I was just tired of seeing the same. And so, um... Yeah. It's like the stuff no, 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 no. I mean, just, like, the rival and the teacher and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's, and it's I think, the deeper, the deeper, like, story or trope is that, like, like, I am the one person who's not special, but I still become special. Mm-hmm. Gordon, if you don't like um, tropey anime, you should watch Happy Sugar Life. <laughs> What's that about? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. It's on Amazon All right. Prime. All right, we're ready for the next question since he's not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've talked about right. it on this show a, a couple of times, but <clears throat> Happy Sugar Life. All right, this. Question is coming from Eric in Oregon. Uh, shout out to Eric. What's happening, my boy? Um, could each of you share a personal geeky experience, favorite anime moment, comic game, or collectible item that has a special place in your heart and why it's so important to you? I'll go first. This game has a special place in my heart because... Not only was it my first game that was very mature and they cussed in this game and they were having real issues and like it wasn't Sonic and Mario. Like this is a real, real game. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the game that I actually first like it was my first PlayStation game. It was my first game where I had to actually go in on the character and level up my character in like the the stats and um this game was final fantasy 8 it's still Mm. my favorite game of all time because like first time when i played it i think i was just skipping through the dialogue and i didn't junction at all (laughs) so i didn't uh so the only way that my characters leveled up was by leveling up and not like like you're supposed to junction different magic to different stats using your gf which was the aeon of that game and i didn't do that Mm -hmm. at all so all of my magic stats i didn't have no special abilities didn't do nothing until the end castle i was like what does this button do 
and I did it, mm-hmm. and I was so overpowered. Like, cause, cause, cause I had a a method of just like going through summary GFs using magic, and it would take a long time for any battle. And I leveled yeah. up that way. As soon as I did that, like the battles became super easy. The um, like all the special abilities, all the everything was like super easy. And, like I don't think that you're supposed to play Final Fantasy like that. <laughs> that I did, and like, and, like I actually got to go back and do all of the like super 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 difficult bosses in like ten minutes. And the ending mm-hmm. boss is super easy. So, yeah, I would say Final Fantasy VIII was my first video game experience where I, like, learned how to play. And it wasn't just, like, like you had to read. You had to understand the game mechanics. And you had to. And that story, of course, like I said, last week was amazing. Was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All that stuff. And it's Final Fantasy VIII. I can understand why you play the Final Fantasy game like that because I think most of the Final Fantasy games that I play, like the the um, like power development thing, is like hella complicated every time. And it's like you got to do this thing and you got to do this thing, but don't forget this thing. And there's the other things you got to do. And it's like it's like how does anyone get stronger in this? But but by the time you like figure it out, you are like way overpowered. And I think that happens in like so many Final Fantasy games. I think that's an issue they should fix. Because I don't want, like, I don't want the first 25% of the game to be, like, fun and challenging. And then the rest, the next 75% is, like, hella easy because I stay stronger than everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, I didn't understand it at all until I was like, mm, what does this button do? And mm-hmm. then I got super strong and I was like, I could do this with all the characters. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that was, that was a great time. But I, and I, I'll say it again. Final Fantasy VIII needs the same remakes that final fantasy 7 has gotten and i think that that would be like amazing if they did that yeah how about you gordon um yeah for me it's gonna be it's gonna be city of heroes really um, that is my, oh that's my favorite my... <laughs> game of all time well my favorite MMO. that is my favorite yeah i think it's just my favorite mmorpg of all time mm-hmm. and it was so influential for me as a kid because like that was one of the first games that I bought, you know, with my own money. I went to Best Buy with, you know, some Christmas money that I had and bought the game. Didn't realize you needed to pay for a subscription. So I went back to Best Buy and bought the little time cards they used to share, uh, mm-hmm. they, they used to sell. And then um, loaded it up on my computer and then realized my computer was too shitty to run this game. Wow. And like, I just could not like my, it just would crash. I couldn't. And I could maybe get in the game for like a five seconds and the screen would wake out. I was like, ah. And I actually learned, that was like, I learned about computers. I like opened it up and was like, all right, well, what do I need to make this game run? And I read the like minimum specs on the back and I was like, oh, it's saying like you need eight gigabytes of RAM and I only got two gigabytes of RAM. <laughs> so I probably need more RAM. <laughs> so I, I like saved up and like bought some RAM with my own money as well um yeah figured out how to play this game and then i think is the part of me earning it too yeah like, when i finally loaded the game up and then it ran like it just looked how it was supposed to look and i was like damn this is cool and i did it myself and i did it myself and then just the game itself was so ahead of its time i think yeah the like, game yeah. was ahead of its time 
That's that's where man, I got that's crazy. My, I oh yeah, that's where I got all my um D and D character names. They're all City of a Hero yep. names. I got City of Hero tattoos now. Oh like wow. Okay. Yeah, it's like a little that's uh, crazy. From I got two of them. Yeah. Oh, shit. So you turned yourself into a City of Heroes hero or villain. Yeah. Or villain. Uh, it's it's just like the and you know. Like Jared, the little icons are glyphs for each skill. Mm -hmm. So I have like the one for like when you throw a person into the air, it's like a little lift, mm -hmm. um, mm. little man. So I liked the, I always liked the emblems. I usually wanted them or originally wanted them on my uh my fingers, like finger tattoos, but mm. really that'd be too much. So yeah, I love City of Heroes. Um, that's yeah, that's how I'm sure. That, like earning it part was like part of like what made that special but like Gordon I would have been defeated like after I like bought the game and then like oh I gotta buy a subscription okay let me go buy the subscription bought a subscription my computer won't run this game I'm through I'm done I'm mm -hmm. returning all this shit and I'm buying something else I just really want to play this game <laughs> your ass was determined and I respect mm -hmm. it I respect it um I was like that way with a lot of stuff back in the day hmm I was saying I, I was like that with a lot of games back in the day, like yeah, lot, like guns online. Like you know, if it didn't work, I was gonna make it work. Right, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Demarcus, have you ever played City of Heroes, City of the Villains? Mm, mm never played it. Mm. No idea what it's like. Gordon tried to get me on it. I think while we was in college or while we was in in Seattle, trying to get me on like the most recent version. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I think I'm just not a PC gamer. Like mm. I sit at a computer like for most of my day, like for work. Like so sitting at a at a computer when I get home is it's not what I want to do. Usually because my computer is like set up in like, you know, an isolated space in my house and I don't wanna just I don't wanna feel like I'm sitting in a corner for hours. Dang, sorry you do this podcast, chump. No, like I mean, like I I still like computer games. I mean, I was a Maple Story head back in the day. <laughs> Maple story. But um But yeah, I think City of Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, I finished with City of Heroes. City of Heroes is now playable because it's been a defunct game for years now. And they just brought it back. I think it was during the pandemic, right? When they mm -hmm. brought it back. Yeah. Um, uh, it was a bunch of users, users that mm -hmm. brought it back, um, got their own mm -hmm. servers. Um, they regularly do updates to the powers and to the system. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have any money now to play this game. It's like the wild, wild west out there. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you can really go on. I think it's the homecoming service, they call it. And mm -hmm. you can play City of Heroes and relive some of these experiences. And yeah, it's still like I, I, I um, once Gordon told me that it was back up on the homecoming service. I downloaded it. I played with him. We ran around and I like I, I didn't even notice it, but I. Uh, leveled up two characters to 50 and mm. uh, which is the max level so mm -hmm. in like no yeah. time yes yeah, so i think fun. i think it's just like there's not a lot of superhero first of all superhero mmo genre is kind of like dead because mm -hmm. you had dcuo you had champions online mm -hmm. no um but overall no one's made a good superhero game since Except yeah. that's a single player action. You know, you got the Spider Mans, you got the, you know, yeah, 
in the Avengers and stuff, but like good multiplayer superhero content just doesn't really exist in the gaming yeah. industry. I think that's what kind of stopped me from playing City of Heroes is that it like when I saw like the gameplay, like videos of the gameplay, I was like, this doesn't look that fun. Like it didn't look that great to me. Because it wasn't action packed, like it wasn't fast paced enough or I don't know. I feel like the the graphics were just too clunky for me. And I think this was like the 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 first city of heroes. I'm just like mm -hmm. and they just like jumping and shooting stuff. Like everything looks like really cheesy. Well, you're really cheesy. <laughs> Stay on Maple Story, I guess. All right. But, let's keep let's keep moving. Oh um, no, did you answer? So I think I'm about to. That's what I'm about to. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I think mine, I think for me, the for me it was a series that really holds a special place in my heart because it's the first series that I got completely like that I dove completely into. So I was like watching the anime, I was reading the book, I was playing the video games when they came out, and I and I picked up like every release of it. I picked it up and like did something with it. Um and it was called it was the dot hack series and i and it started with dot hack sign on cartoon network which was like one of those like confusing anime that, that you would watch like late at night but the mm -hmm. art was really good um and then i read like the dot hack book at one point um and i was like mm, still confusing i'm gonna put that down but then the games came out the dot hack site the dot hack sign games and that those sealed the deal because i remember getting that game that's one of the first games i got when i got a playstation 2 and I asked my mom to get it for me. She got it. I was like, oh, can't believe it. Or actually, the first the first one, like I had asked for a PlayStation 2 for Christmas. And this was like one of the games my mom bought. And I'm sure she bought it because it was like cheap. It was like $20 compared to all the other games. But I played it and I was like, oh, this is fun as fuck. But it was like the third one in a series of four. Um, but eventually I got the first one and I was like, bet I'm gonna play through. Like, I'm going to play through this first through this first game, and then I'm going to play the third one. I'm going to work my way back up. But I didn't have a memory card, so every time I would have to start over and play through the game from the beginning. So I think I think that first game I had to beat it in one sitting. Like, on a Saturday, like, I took breaks and, like, stuff like that, but I just played through that whole game in one sitting. And it took, it took, a, it took like, I think it took me, like, a whole day, like, probably, like, three hours or something like that, wow. three or five hours. But, like... Then I played uh Dot Hack GU. I watched Dot Hack GU. I watched uh another Dot Hack series. I picked the books up again later. But like the Dot Hack series like holds a special place in my heart just because I was so involved into every aspect of this uh of this of this uh what what they call it of this property. <laughs> Dot Hack is the anime that's about like the M work. The who? The, the no, oh, the the MMOR, the MMORPG, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like so, they get like when you when you uh the game is so in the series, the the game they're playing is called the world, and when you upload yourself to the world, like something like something happened, and like it it makes you st get stuck there, and there's this like one dude, the Hack sign specifically was about this one dude who got stuck there, and like sort of becomes like this ghost or phantom in the game. And so people would see him sometimes and he'll like disappear and he could do shit in the game that other people couldn't do. He had this like beast that would follow him around and that was like two orbs and it would just like kill people. But um cool. Yeah, like it was one of those games like <laughs> you die in the game, like you don't you can't wake up. So sort of online before sort of online. Yeah, yeah. Before all of that stuff, die hack. Die hack sign, y'all. Go check it out. 
I mean, oh, I remember okay. seeing the anime on late night TV, and I remember buying the manga as well, and mm-hmm. I could not understand it, so I just never, I never confusing as fuck. But I think the concept of seeing like the IP. Yeah. So I I gotta look into that. It sounds interesting. I've seen Sword Art, but I only like the first season, and I gotta see Dot Hack. Cool. All right. So another one pretty much is like about ourselves and about our experiences in geek culture. This one's from uh, Jessica in Florida. Um, can you share any heartwarming or funny stories from your interactions with fans or other geeks? Hmm. And I can, I can go first this time. The one of the most interesting, um, experiences I've had is my little brother's a furry. And so when he first decided like, oh, like I want to go to like, I'm into like furry stuff. I want to go to this furry con. They got furry con in Atlanta. I think it's like every summer, like August or some shit like that. And now he goes every year. But like the very first time he went, he was too young to go by himself. So me and a girl I was dating at the time, we had a chaperone him. And so we go and I'm like, oh, I've heard of furries. Like this is going to be weird. And I was not prepared for how weird it was going to be. Because, um, like, you'll see, like, people, like, dressed up in, like, the full furry costumes. And they holding hands, like, skipping around. I'm just like, that's weird. And then, uh, like, they had, like, game tournaments, like, normal, like, panels and stuff, normal. Um, like, people, like, dressed up like, other stuff besides furries. And, like, they had, like, fake weapons and stuff, normal. Um, but as it got later shit got weirder like you'll see like two furries like rubbing on each other like in the lobbies and shit and like it's not and they will be like like they'll have on like all the shit like they got the mask on they got the little suit on they look like the um like one of the characters when you go like to disneyland or like six flags or something like that and they'll like be rubbing on each other like i saw two people uh like they just had like tails and ears on they was making out on a um on an elevator and it was like one of them glass elevators in the hotel that'd be going way up. Um, it's and I'm just like, I'm like, I did not think that this conference would be as sexualized as the stereotypes made it seem. And it's probably not. And it's just the experience I had that one time. So it was sexual. But yeah, it was hella sexual. Like, like mm-hmm. day, it wasn't. Like, after 5 o'clock... I mean, that's what I think. That's my home. first thought when I hear furry is not just the cosplay of it all, um, but also mm-hmm. the sex and sexual expression as yeah. this other character. There's, like, a whole documentary on the sex furry scene and them at cons and everything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, it's really um, crazy. But did your... I have two questions for you, Demarcus. Did your brother dress up? Yep. And how old were you? Um, I had to be. This was I was in I was in college. I was maybe home for like summer break, or either it was right after college. And my brother may have been like seventeen, like 16, 17 years old. So he because he wasn't old enough to go by himself. Had he been eighteen, he could have did it all on his own. But um, like during the day, like he didn't dress up that time because he didn't have anything like he was he was a high school student but he bought stuff while he was there i think he bought like ears and a tail and he was so happy about his tail like he was just like he like after he strapped it to himself he was just walking around wagging it 
he would let people like rub it, and I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> but like during the day, it wasn't it wasn't so sexualized. I was like, oh, this is like a kitty park. Like you could bring a child here, and they would have a great time, like a little kid. But like once the sun started to set, like after folks would start like getting off work and like getting their drinks on and shit, I was like, oh. I was like, I was like, well, you know, my little brother almost grown. Let him do his thing. Let that man cook. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I haven't really had a lot of experiences with fans or with geek events. Um, I think that some of my best geek events were, well, geek community events were uh with city were with city of heroes um mm. really just uh getting your your team getting your league and um interacting with them and like i think it got to a point where like i would come online just to see these people and they'll be like um yeah uh like like we didn't role play or nothing on that server but we were really like there for each other. We were, you know, friends, um, in-game friends. And yeah, I think that was my best. Would there be people in City of Heroes who would role play as like a hero and be like, hey, I'm here to save the day. Everybody get out of my way or something like that. I don't know what they would say, but. It would happen on different servers, most definitely. But it would happen on different servers. Like this is a role play server and everybody here is role playing. Mm-hmm. How would you know? How do you know if it's a role play server or not? It says it. <laughs> it says it when you were logging in. Did y'all play with like mics and headsets? Mm -mm. It, it was it was all typing. Yeah, I think that's one thing I didn't like about MMOs. Like, I wanted to be able to play with other people and communicate with them, but it's like I'm not trying to go between like typing and playing <clears throat> while I'm in this fucking battle. Yeah, like, I don't know how you're. I don't know how you're doing it. Like you keep asking <laughs> questions. Like I'm. Like I can only do one of these. Either I'm playing a game or I'm typing. Yeah. How about you, Gordon? Do you have any experiences with fans or geeks that have warmed your heart or tickle your funny bone? Yeah, I mean, I used to go to PAX every year, and I think you and I mm. we went we went to PAX that one year, right? Yeah, we did, um, we did go together. That was fun. And I think that that was it tickled my fancy or whatever uh, for mm -hmm. like seeing game developers kind of like before they launched a lot of these games. Like Ashes of Creation, for example, is still not out, but I I played a version of it like two years ago. Mm. Um, and seeing other people who follow like Intrepid Studios and like the creators and just being there and standing in line all to play this game that was in like a horrible alpha state. But, you know, it was, it was fun. It was like a little thing. And I think that that's kind of, I, I liked those kind of events. Uh, didn't we play, mm -hmm. we went, when we went, didn't we play like Monster played, Hero World? I think we played Monster, Monster like one of the Monster games. And we, it was this other bio mutant or something like that we played we played like soul caliber or something too or we took a mm -hmm. picture it's on my refrigerator yeah i remember i remember i think i got i think i got one of those somewhere mm -hmm. 
That sounds nice. <laughs> that yeah, sounds I, nice. I think some of my favorite, just to like generally answer this question, some of my favorite like heartwarming things with like other geeks are like when it's like my closest geeky friends. Because I remember there was like one anime and we would get together and watch it. Like I think while we were at Hampton, we would get together and watch it every time it came out, like every new episode. Avatar. It was who? It was Avatar. It was Avatar. Yes, we used to get. Well, it wasn't an anime then, I guess, but we would get together and watch Avatar every time it came out. Well, that was dope. Definitely yeah, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 was also really fun. Even because like I got to do that with you know my close friends. Even those who weren't very geeky like that. Yeah. But if we watch an anime together, you got to be a geek. Like, like you got oh, at least got to be an anime watcher. Cause like, I'm not finna fuck, I'm not fucking around with you like talking and shit. Exactly. Especially we watching sub. Like, don't be asking me fucking questions. I can't read and respond to you at the same time. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel uh, about to go to just Beyonce concert in December. Cause people are already on TikTok saying that they're about to act a fool. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I didn't buy this ticket so that you can be in this theater acting a fool <laughs> while I'm trying to enjoy the movie. You need to sit your butt down. Like, I am going in, in the theater wearing sweatpants and a hoodie. These people are going to the theater dressing and I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm probably just going to buy my ticket or I have my ticket already. And wait for it to be streaming because yeah I don't think that I want to go to the theater with other Beyonce stands the other beehive mm. but then again I'm going to see that's it that's the only reason so. why I haven't huh? I was going to say that's the only reason why I haven't been to a Beyonce concert before because I don't want to deal with the beehive <laughs> what did we do to you? I think that's a fair reason not to go but, but I love Beyonce. Mean? I don't always like Beyonce's fans. I, it is not about Beyonce specifically's fans, but just like any kind of major pop star to be in a stadium full of people who are literally like passing out and crying and going through a run of emotions to see this person. Like I'm usually just there to have good entertainment, and I like more intimate concerts, like kind of like small little, like like I saw Lauren Hill at the the Showbox in Seattle. I guess it was great, you know, like. It's nice little close to the stage. You can hear her talk to her band type stuff. I'm going to see Lauren Hill when she comes to Oakland. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, just a big like production and being with thousands of people is not really my uh, mm. enjoyment of music. But I respect it. Okay. As long as you respect it. <laughs> and I respect you going to see Lauren Hill. And whatever she's doing, I I hope she comes on time to Marcus, because you know <laughs> she is known for coming a little bit. That later. is what she's known for. <laughs> All right, guys, and isn't her only album like twenty five years old? Yeah, but she's still, but it's still great though. Still great. All right. Um, Beyonce wishes. What? What does Beyonce wish? She wish she could have put out one album and had as successful a career as Long and Hill. Crazy in Love, but she's put out multiple albums. She's put out album, album after album after album, she and can't each put out one has a hit. But she, but Lauren Hill put out one is a hit, and that's all she's known for. 
that's the only thing she's known for. Um, but anyway, let's not go down this rabbit hole with Demarcus. Demarcus <laughs> definitely got some anime to watch, and um, yeah, we are going are you, to. Uh... I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna. Uh, I got distracted because I was gonna ask you if you you've been watch, uh, reading Fall of X, but yes, mm-hmm. reading it. I'm upset, especially with all this new New York Comic Con uh, stuff coming out. Like it's just upsetting. Um, they all seem like great stories, but I don't want it to happen this way. Hmm. Like. Like yeah, I'm 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 really upset at at this. I'm I'm reading Immortal X Men, but I ain't got that far yet. Yeah, Professor X is the worst person on Earth and on Mars. He Damn. he he literally does not care for his own people, and I hate people like that. And Professor X does not deserve to constantly be in that leadership position, does not need to be in the in the center front. And honestly, he needs to be in jail or dead at this point. I just think he maybe he just doesn't need to lead anymore, but I don't think it's about him being in leadership position positions. People just follow him. That could be another episode. Well, we already did an episode on that, but Anyways, uh, let me know what you want to hear next on Black Geek Energy by responding to our Instagram post or we got to discuss if we want to pay for Twitter uh, on BGE underscore pod um, or you can go on TikTok at Black Geek Energy. Yeah, make sure that you ask your questions on Black Geek Energy at gmail.com and let us know what you want to see here or what you want us to do and also um scroll down on this page give us five stars and leave a comment but yeah if there is nothing else if all minds and hearts are clear uh, we're gonna end this episode of black geek energy bge out Oh, and thank you, Gordon. I forgot. <laughs> thank right. you, Gordon, for um, joining us. Is there Stephanie. anything that you want to um, tell the listeners or anything you want them to know? Um, no. I, uh, I, think, I think I'm the, the geekiest one here. Well, you certainly have redeemed yourself. Um, <laughs> From Lord Voldemort level to not being able to say your name. I think that we can mention you now if you ever come up in conversation. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I I do think that we can do that now and it not be instantly edited out. So congratulations. (laughs) You're no longer the most evilest person on this podcast. (laughs) VGE out.
All right, let's take a break to check in on our geeks. Um, how are y'all doing? How are y'all feeling? How's your heart? How's your mind? Now, y'all have asked us about mental health before and what our feelings are on mental health. And I say that your mental health is just as important as your physical health, your spiritual health, and your financial health, your fiscal health. And uh, therapy, a lot of times, is a bridge to those other things. Um, so our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help us with that and help you with that. And I know a lot of y'all don't believe in therapy. Y'all ain't got time for it. You know, can't nobody tell you how you feel. But that's not what BetterHelp is here to do. What BetterHelp does is that they have licensed professionals that help you understand why you're feeling the way you do and are able to walk you through um, those feelings and help you get to a better place or just to reassure you of where you already are. I'm in therapy myself and I can tell you that it's working for me. So, you know, why not give it a try? You can go to betterhelp.com slash BGE pod. That's beta gamma epsilon pod for 10% off and get started with better help today. 